InfoTrack continues. Once again, here's Chris Whitting. Famous brand name products, including designer handbags, hit movies, TV shows, and video games, are all popular to own, but they're also among the most pirated items worldwide. Intellectual piracy is an economic menace that affects businesses large and small. Joining us is a top attorney and expert on intellectual property litigation, Alexander Montague. Welcome to InfoTrack. Thank you very much, Chris. You're author of Intellectual Property, Money and Power in a New Era. And first, let's take a look at the big picture. Can you estimate for us the financial toll on business from counterfeit goods worldwide? It's in the hundreds of millions. And in terms of counterfeit, we're talking about so many different areas. The first thing that obviously comes to mind is in terms of bootleg videos, designer counterfeit. But it's actually more insidious than that because you have a whole level of online piracy in the form of cyber squatting, in the form of corporate and personal misimpression and misidentification and identity theft. It's even more than hundreds of millions of dollars. It's an enormous, enormous sum. In your book, you mention a story known as the Tiffany versus eBay case. I'm wondering if you could tell us a little about that. Sure. Tiffany brought a lawsuit against eBay in New York, claiming that over 70% of the items being sold on eBay that were branded Tiffany were fakes, were counterfeit. They asked the court to order eBay not to sell fake Tiffany product. eBay said, look, you know, we have a system called the Vero system where when Tiffany or any other brand owner notifies us that an item being advertised for sale on eBay is fake, we will remove that. We will notify the seller and unless the seller has a legitimate reason to be selling it, we remove it. So the cost of policing should not be on us beyond the Vero program. And the court agreed with them and said that's enough. eBay is doing enough to combat piracy. And eBay won. Now, the same lawsuit in France brought by a different retailer, Louis Vuitton, eBay lost. So eBay had to change its practices and its website in France to conform with that court decision. Companies sometimes spend a fortune in legal fees protecting themselves from piracy, and we, we recently heard about the Apple-Samsung battle. Apple won over a billion in damages. Is piracy mostly a problem for giant companies, or can small and medium-sized companies be affected as well? Absolutely. Small and medium-sized companies can be affected, and three critical questions that they should ask themselves is, how do I protect my intellectual property? How do I avoid stepping onto someone else's intellectual property? And how do I monetize my valuable intellectual property? You know, in answering those questions, the first question, how do I protect my intellectual property? You have to start by identifying your intellectual property. What is the intellectual property that I own? And then what steps do I take to protect it? Then the next question is, how do I avoid stepping onto someone else's intellectual property? It happens all the time. People kind of come to me many times saying, oh, you know, I've been using this name for my business for over a year, and suddenly I got a letter in the mail. Someone else is telling me that they own the trademark and I have to stop using it. What should I do? Hmm. This isn't piracy, really. This is a situation where 
the business owner hasn't checked, hasn't done the right clearance searches and then finds himself in the middle of a very difficult situation where he or she will have to change the name of the business and incur all the costs of rebranding and potentially have to fight some, you know, expense some litigation fees, which can also add up. We're talking on InfoTrack with attorney Alexandra Montague, author of Intellectual Property, Money and Power in a New Era. Alex, does much of the product piracy originate overseas, or is this also happening within our shores? Well, there's a great deal of piracy, as we said, that happens online. We have a lot of cyber-squatting going on online. We have website impersonation. We have personal and corporate impersonation and unfair competition. So we've got all of that going on. But we also have a great deal of piracy going on abroad in terms of physical goods, handbags, shoes, things like that, that are then shipped back to the U.S. or to other you know, Western markets in Europe. So, yes, Asia, for example, is a place where there's a great deal of piracy going on and the product is then shipped over. What about just the average person who maybe copies an image on the Internet and pastes it into their website? Is that a risky behavior to have? Could that get you into trouble? Yes, it could. Very much so. And you have to be very careful, which is why I said the three questions you have to ask yourself. Question two is, what have I done not to step onto someone else's intellectual property? If you just copy someone else's picture and you post it, you could have liability. It depends. You're not necessarily going to have liability, but it depends. I'll give you an example. Recently, the company Burberry posted a picture on its Facebook site of the actor Humphrey Bogart in the movie Casablanca wearing a trench coat, presumably a Burberry trench coat. The estate of Humphrey Bogart sued and said that they weren't entitled to use that picture. They didn't have a license. They're, they're not allowed to use Humphrey Bogart's image on their website. When you think of using pictures, you have to think of two things. The copyright in the picture is owned by the photographer who took the photograph. But if the picture features an individual, then the individual owns the right to his own or her own image. So you may need two sets of licenses if you're going to use that picture. Usually, if you're going to use a picture just personally rather than commercially, you should be okay. Let's say that I went and saw the movie Casablanca, and I have a Facebook page, and on my Facebook page I said, oh, I went to see Casablanca last night, it was amazing, and I put a picture from that film, I put Humphrey Bogart's picture. I don't think the estate of Humphrey Bogart's going to care, and I don't think that they would come after me, and I think they would have a very tough time fighting that lawsuit. That's very different to a business like Burberry using that image. If you're using an image in the business context or commercially, you are at great risk of litigation, and these litigations are extremely expensive. Alex, as we wrap this up, do you have any last words of advice for people listening to avoid these legal snares? And also, perhaps, you've mentioned some steps to protect your intellectual content. Any last words of advice there? Sure. Let me summarize. Intellectual property is becoming the most valuable currency of our time. Everyone has it. Don't give it away. The book is Intellectual Property, Money and Power in a New Era. 
and the author is Alexander Montague, and you can check out his website to learn a lot more, and it's Montague without the E, M-O-N-T-A-G-U law.com, Montague law.com. Alex, thank you so much for joining us on InfoTrack. Thank you very much, Chris. You're listening to InfoTrack, a production of Syndication Networks of Chicago.